0: This episode is brought to you by Marcus Rodriguez. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in this competitive market and you're not too sure where to start, look no further than Merced's preferred realtor, Marcus Rodriguez. He'll make sure the process goes as easy as possible for you and you can reach him at his phone number, 209-554-1715, his website, www.myrealtormarcus.com or email him at info at myagentmarcus.com. Thanks again, Marcus. This podcast is also brought to you by Alien, a new fitness wear company on a mission to support mental health. There are 7 billion people on earth, many that struggle with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, or just feeling like you have no one that cares. If you feel this way, no, you are not alone. Alien features high quality men and women's activewear designed to help you reach your goals both in and out of the gym. A percentage of all proceeds are donated to the Suicide Awareness and Prevention Hotline shop now at alien.org that's a y l e a n org and we're back you guys so we took a one week hiatus last week because uh me and my wife yes i got married uh to Lindsay uh last, or two weekends ago and so i did a solo podcast that week and then you know, my cousin from Portugal, Manuel, came down, and I hung out with him a lot. Hung out with Lindsay a lot, of course. And me and Lindsay kept joking that, "Oh, this is our uh, honeymoon," because we kept taking Manuel on trips, and it was just me, Lindsay, and Manuel. So it was just really funny and real fun time that I had. And then I just got back from uh, Monterey and Capitola. So we dropped Manuel off at the airport, SFO, on uh, when was it? On last uh, Friday. I don't even know. No, no, no! On Monday, <laughs> so I dropped him off on Monday, and then we were like, eh, "Let's just make a trip out of it." And so we went to Capitola, stayed in the best Airbnb. I went, I've I've been to Capitola so many times in my life, and this is one of the first or. Second time I've been there during the wintertime, and it is such a better place in the wintertime. There's no crowds, there's no people, you can breathe, it feels great. And so, people who live in Capitola, I know that you live there Monday through Friday, and that's probably you probably get out of there on the weekends just because it's so ridiculous. But uh, we had the best time there. We had this perfect Airbnb little studio apartment right in front of the beach. So it came with uh, two surfboards, two electric bikes, and two passes to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. So it's just like, and for like 150 a night, you can't, you can't beat that. Maybe it, was, maybe it was like 200 after the fees and everything. But it was such a great place, and I just had the best time. And then after that, me and Lindsay went out to Monterey, and we stayed at the Monterey Hotel. And the Monterey Hotel is actually uh, – it's a historic hotel right downtown Monterey. And it was cool because we got there, and then we were walking around a little bit, and we're like, let's go to the Old Fisherman's Wharf. And so as soon as we get to the Old Fisherman's Wharf, we, uh, we're we walking. It's about one thirty, one forty at that point, And then we kind of stumble into this place. And I believe it's called Princess Monterey Whale Watching or – Something like that. And uh, so we go there, and we just walk in. We're like, hey, when's the next whale whale watching tour? And they're like, at 2 o'clock, we're boarding now. Do you guys want to come? And me and Lindsay kind of just spur the moment, look at each other, and we're just like, "Uh, yeah, we'll do it. So uh, we hopped on the boat, uh, headed out about 40 minutes. Uh, It's like 40 minutes away from Monterey, but you're right in front of the two towers of Moss Landing. So I'm pretty sure that Monterey goes out there, Moss Landing goes out there, and I would assume Santa Cruz goes out there since they're all – and the vicinity of each other. But, uh, so we go out there, Lindsay gets a little seasick on the way out, but then, dude, we saw four humpback whales feeding together, and they were all just right next to each other, showing their tail fins and everything, like, just over and over and over again, and then out of nowhere, one just shoots up in the air and breaches the surface and literally just flies up in the air. I'm talking like, almost its tail was almost out of the water then splashes and then uh and i had my camera with me too and then i'm like i'm just getting ready for it because i'm hoping 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 that it could happen again and then uh all of a sudden it comes out of the water i'm not even zoomed in i wish i was zoomed in but honestly the picture i took came out great and so i can't complain at all but he he breaches out of the water shows his, his belly and like you can see all the barnacles on him and everything and the picture i got so cool maybe i'll put it right there maybe i won't let's be real, but uh. So it was just it was just such a cool experience, and then we ended the night going to this farmers market, and uh, and we went to this farmers market that was right in front of our hotel because they blocked off three or two streets, and we just walked along there. Had a great time. Went to this brewery, and then we just headed home yesterday. So it's been a, I feel like I have I've been nonstop for the past two weeks, but I also feel like I haven't. Worked in the past two weeks, you guys. So uh, I'm happy to be back in the studio because back in the studio means back on the grind, back to doing things. So uh, thank you for being patient with me. And now let's just jump into you know this podcast. So hey, if you're new listening here, my name is Micah Daly, host of Real Talk and whatnot. Um, now this is a podcast where I highlight the talented individuals who live within the Central Valley of California, as well as people in general who are passionate about what they do. Now I'm going to remind you guys make sure you're downloading every single podcast, whatever podcast app you're doing. And as well as just sharing it, honestly, like I think I asked you guys to download and I asked you guys to, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which are both very important things. But more important than both of those, I think just sharing the podcast and the way that you can do that is on Instagram. So if you want to really help out the show, once I propose some promos to uh, the episodes coming out, just share it on your story. That would be great. That would really help out the show. It gets, you know, people who live in the Central Valley, especially since this is such a tight-knit community. By you guys just sharing it with a couple times or every, you know, every time I post a a promo video, it really helps spread the word to other people in the Central Valley who may not know about this podcast. So that's honestly, reviews, downloads are all great. But if you could just share my post on Instagram about the podcast, that would help me out more than anything. So I really appreciate that, you guys. And now. And now we can jump into today's episode. I think from that solo podcast, I got a little too comfortable talking with myself, and now I'm like, just telling stories on here and everything. But hey, whatever. Uh, So today's episode, I am joined by Jason and Mikey of the Knockin' Doors Down podcast. Now, uh, this is another local podcast that I have had the opportunity to meet these gentlemen. And it was just a great experience, a great time talking with them. Their podcast is about, you know, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, substance abuse, mental illness, uh, just those types of topics. And what they do is they go and they talk to to celebrities. And uh, it's just so cool hearing these stories from the celebrities. And it's so cool that it's a local podcast because, you know, a lot of times I think uh, you think You're from a small town. You never have the opportunity to, like, you know, maybe go out and do some of the big, bigger, bigger things. But like these guys are just are so down to earth and it just is so cool that they take celebrities who, you know, people hold on these pedestals and they just talk to them like normal people. They just talk to them like human beings. And I think a lot of times you get that TMZ type of, uh, that TMZ type of news where it's just like gotcha journalism and you know, you're there for a quick bite. but these people, you know, they, they, these guys, they just sit and they talk to these, uh, these different people. So whether it's like... I can just... I'm trying to think of all the people they've had on. Charlie Sheen, Bruce Buffer, Chuck Liddell, uh, uh, Escape the Fate lead singer Craig Mabbitt, uh, Denise Richards, uh, Charlie Sheen. Just I don't know. Maybe I said that twice. I don't know. But these... Dude, they're just the Caitlyn Jenner, I don't know. There, there's, they have had so many people on their podcast, you guys. And it's such a cool podcast. Cause I think that it's breaking that barrier of what people don't get to see about this, about celebrities or about people they look up to. It's just, you know, Hey, like they're just people like us. They, they use the toilet. They shit the same way as us. And it's just really cool what these guys are doing. And now this podcast got started, uh, by Carlos Vieira and Carlos Vieira, uh, Met ran into Jason at Target, and then the next thing they know, they have this podcast going all about substance abuse because he just released his book, Knocking Doors Down. Then uh, they bring Mikey onto it, and Mikey, you know, had a completely different job before this, and then he still worked for Carlos, and Carlos said, "Ah, now you're doing this podcast thing," and now he's he's doing this podcast, and it's just so funny that like how how this thing came to be, and it's just a great story. It's great to talk to them. We talk about merced and the revamping of it and just how what it used to be like you know with them growing up and then what it was like for me growing up and then what it's like now it's just such a great great time that we had on this podcast and i truly 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 enjoyed the conversation that we had on this podcast so i really hope you guys enjoy it because i know i really did so without further ado ladies and gentlemen please give it up for mikey and jason of knocking doors down (laughs) This is it. Real talk. What
1: not. Real talk. That's it. Real talk. Real talk.
0: Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> I was like, they'll be fine without headphones. Oh, no. I'm cool. Yeah, I don't mind them. You don't like hearing your voice anyways, I right? Hate I
2: hate it. So it, it's
0: just like whatever. Uh-huh. And so how did you, like, how did your guys' podcast even begin? Like, (laughs) all right, over here, point uh, to Jason. How much time you got? I'll
1: (laughs) I'll do the quick story so that Mikey doesn't give me the T-bell. Fast forward. Uh, So, Carlos Fiera, Mm -hmm. who owns 5150, uh, the uh, lifestyle brand here, and the Carlos Fiera Foundation, he wrote his autobiography, Mm -hmm. Knocking Doors Down. Uh, Of course, he had uh, struggles with cocaine addiction. And um, we bumped into each other at Target, and he's like, these podcast things you're doing in addition to uh, to your radio career, mm-hmm. um, I want you to do one for me. Can you talk with people about, like, recovery and, I don't know, what, I was like, mental health? Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, great, okay, <laughs> uh, because he knows I'm in recovery for, for alcoholism, and— um, classic Carlos fashion. He's, you know, I will call you in 30 days time. You know, no, it was three hours later. Okay, here's what I'm doing. Here's what it is. What does it take to get together Uh, a podcast? And I went, this is what I know. I'm doing them for fun. Uh, And so at the time, what were you doing for fun? uh, I was doing one that was kind of like a morning show type approach. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I abandoned that and I was just uh, focusing solely. I was doing one only about Motley Crue. And, oh, really? And, and yeah, and it's still getting listens, and I haven't touched it in two years, however long we've been doing this. And, uh, I, you know, I ran Radio Merced here as the operations manager. And so, you know, he's like, hey, come on board full time. And I was, dude, I was drowning at first. It was like fucking crazy. Uh huh. And then he uh, shut down the energy drink, which... Uh, oh, it, it did stop? Yeah, they okay. stopped production on gotcha. it. So. I was the
2: DM of that before they brought me here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah okay,
0: yeah. gotcha. Honestly, so, I, I remember seeing him everywhere, but that makes sense. So I was like, man, I, yeah.
1: I, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, so, so he's. I was like, dude, I, I Carlos, I need help. I'm, I'm, my anxiety's going crazy. And he's like, uh, well, we're shutting down the energy drink... Uh, who do you want well mikey and i had been friends i don't know six seven years at yeah, that point so he's i was like uh, give, give me Mikey. So I'm uh, just
2: like a piece of meat. You know what I mean? just give me that thrown guy. thrown around.
1: Well, look at this
0: guy. Come
1: on. How are you not want him?
2: I took a week off for the energy drink, and this is when everybody was getting laid off. We knew something was going to come. Oh, we when 2020 beginning? Yeah. Okay. So when the pandemic hit, I took a week off because it was only supposed to last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was so just like, cool. So I got one bit. week to run out into the apocalypse, and the other week <laughs> I'll be at home. Um, two years later, here we are. But... um they, when I came back after my week vacation, they said, oh, by the way, you're working on a podcast with Chance. And I was like, what? <laughs> what the? F- what's a podcast? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was just kind of like, all right, well, we're going to talk about this, this, and that. And I'm like, all right, all right, let's do it.
0: And what month are we in? What month is November, this? Day? November. Oh, man, so November. Of to, so March would be two years. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing this. So from 2020 March, that's mm-hmm. when you started. Yep. Yeah. Damn. And then, I mean, obviously, so with our... Introduce yourselves for people who may be listening right
1: now. Uh, I'm Jason LaChance, host of the knocking Doors Down podcast.
0: And in
2: I recovery. am, oh, sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. <laughs> I am
0: Mikey Naraki. I am the co host of the Knockin' Doors Down podcast. Nice, nice. And also, I'm having like flashbacks to my childhood, man, listening to 92.5 growing up. Oh, right,
2: right on. Now. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Right yeah. on. See, the, the... I was the
2: 103.9. Sorry, oh, but. were you? I was classic Second. rock, man. Classic Oh, rock. really? I'm I, all about Honestly, classic.
0: I was like, man, I feel like that guy sounds familiar too. And I was trying to figure out why. And I that makes sense though too. Yeah,
2: no, it was all one hundred three
0: point nine. No, he wasn't on air. No, oh, I wasn't really? on air. No. You uh, were just there was a Mikey though, right? Mikey no. was on The Bear. Yeah, and so right, that's right. what I was so confused about, because, I mean, I see your name, and I'm like, is that,
1: are they both from The Bear? No, 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 no you got the better guy. looking Mikey here. <laughs> <laughs> no, much love to Mikey, I think he's out there doing good, but, uh, no, different guy altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mikey had, this Mikey had no experience whatsoever, but mm-hmm. having known him, and and his personality, and he was so good with people, mm-hmm. and... You know, he's had some of his own, as everybody struggles, you yeah. know. I mean, you're talking to the anxiety crew right here. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, so I just, I, I haven't known him and seen how he is with people and with a lot of empathy. It was, I think, one of those uh, great situations mm-hmm. that it was, you know, thank goodness it lined up the way it did. Yeah. Life has a weird way of Dude. that happening. Yeah. Like, you know, so for instance, I just had deja vu when he was talking that we were here. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of. Kind of weird how things line up in life, so it's been a real blessing to have him and and, yeah. and kind of, you know, not just with the podcast and his input and ideas and passion, but like the just friendship. A friendship in general. Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's cool when it goes a little deeper than that. That's like yeah. uh, the dude who edits my sound. His name's Duffy, but uh, he's just one of my best friends, and uh, he just believes in me, and he just supports me by doing that, and it's just such a cool thing that when you ha- just have yeah. people rooting for you, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and just— like you're saying, it's not just like on air we're friends, and it's like, oh hey, fuck you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh yeah. dude, I'll get love like that. Right? Like there's people that are like,
2: dude, your guys' podcast, it's sick. I love it. Like keep it up. And there's people, your shirt's wrinkled. What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with your shirt? And I'm like, you know, there's a lot of things that are on my priority list, but ironing my shirt is
0: not one of them. Yeah. So fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So you've been in the kind of broadcasting, right, from the get go, or like, how did you get into broadcasting? Uh,
1: uh, so it's been lit, including knocking doors down almost 22 years so I started at right about 21 Oh damn um, I was literally out at a bar friends band had some trouble setting up equipment I think guitar player per my recollection blew a tube in his mm-hmm. amp brand's store I killed some time uh you know like telling jokes talking oh, to people really? the guy comes up to me goes you're pretty funny you you ever thought of working in radio I said you want to buy me a Jack and Coke or you ever thought of buying me a Jack and <laughs> Coke He's like done and um, he's still one of my best friends to this really? day. So yeah, I started interning while in college, and and you know the rest one is history. Of yeah, and yeah, it went from being in Monterey, came to Merced. And oh, how,
0: and so are you from Merced?
1: Or no, or I was born on the coast. Oh, really? So yeah. what brought you to Merced? Job. Job? Was yeah. it the radio? Yep. Yep. Was the offer to do a morning show in my head? I was going to be the next Howard Stern. And at, you li- <laughs> you listened to the, my yeah, show on yeah, the Bears. So, yeah. you know, we, we got into some pretty crazy yeah, shit jokes. And and Merced like is that. the
2: land of opportunity. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make of yourself something, it's Merced. <laughs> well, it,
1: it was for me.
0: Because, yeah. you know, honestly, like when you were telling me that, I'm like, man, you don't hear too many people like, I oh, know. actually, I left the coast and I yeah, moved to Merced. Yeah. But hey, man, I'm glad you're here. Because it's by Monterey. I yeah. mean, yeah. he grew up where people. People vacation,
1: yeah. Where everyone
0: from here, you know, went over there vacation.
1: It was like stay in radio there and destitute, or come here and actually be able to meet all my bills and have one (laughs) job and and a job that you like and a job that's you know
0: like. You know, entertaining and yeah, it, it's cool, cool, cool job, cool gig, huh?
1: Yeah, Merced's been good to me. I mean, you know, I uh, two kids later, unfortunately, divorced later <laughs> too. But uh you know, it's it's where I built my life as mm-hmm. an adult. So I, you know, I I'm like you. I love it here. Yeah, I, you know, it's a good community. The best part, you know, yes, there are lots of beautiful areas we can go. But I have met cool people. And yeah, I mean, and that's the
0: thing too. It's like so underrepresented. Like yeah. you can look, you can be any place. I think, and you can like if you're from Sacramento, if you. you even if you're from the Santa Cruz or whatever, wherever it may be, you can look at that city and be like, oh, there's nothing to do here, blah, blah. And it's just the fact that you grew up there. It's the classic, like, you know, when, like, when you're growing up, high school mentality and at early college, or like, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this place, I'm yeah. gonna get out of here. Yeah. But it's just at the end of the day, it's like if it makes you happy or if you like the city or whatever it right. is, it's just a great place to be. And that's Well, I like the Central Valley. Well, people,
2: sorry to cut you off, but like people are like, Merced, what is there to do there? And I fucking hate that question. (laughs) It's like, well, what do you do in your town? Well, you know, hang out with my friends. You know, we'll go get some good food. Go get a drink after. It's like, uh, yeah, there's that too. Merced isn't just (laughs) land with horses and cattle. We have restaurants. There's places where you can get a drink. They have coffee shops. Like, what do you want to do? Pretty sure we have that here. Yeah. So it's just always kind of like... Yeah, It's like, what do you mean? What do you do? Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh, you're from Merced, that must suck. It's like, dude, I love Merced, yeah. And people who are from here that hate it, I mean, that's your own opinion, but this town is what made you who you are, yeah. So if you're good with that, then you could thank Merced, and if you're not good with that, then that kind of sounds like it's your problem. No, that's true, <laughs>
0: and it's something I never thought that would happen from like me starting a podcast is that I have a whole bunch of friends who moved away, sure, and right. the, they all like hit me up, like, hey man, I've been listening to your podcast, I love seeing what's going on yeah. down there, yeah. right and it's on. just like, I never even thought that would be an outlet for it for some reason in my head. I'm just, just like trying to put the city on the map, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, yeah. like just having people who like moved away, and maybe my perception of them was maybe they were trying to get out of here or whatever. Sure. But it's cool to see them like tuning back in. I just get random messages from people like, Hey, like what you're doing, man. It's just like reassuring, you know, and just like cool. Like, I'm glad that you know, people out there are liking to check back in with what's going on in the area absolutely well
1: and i find you know i mean shit i've been all over the world and seen some cool stuff in my travels but the things i remember most are the people and it's kind of like if you hate your community your circle's probably shitty (laughs) you know and it's like you know maybe it's changing the circle or whatever i mean we i love arts and you know it's cool to we got so many talented people for you know from Painting to drawing to sculpting to musicians yeah. and stuff and there's there's so much cool stuff. There's a lot of to offer here, and participate yeah. in. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think it's all in what you look for. I know for me, I was miserable when it was all I got is is the bar every Friday and Saturday yeah. night and hangovers and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I started to change that shit about myself mm-hmm. and change my circle, it's like life got pretty good. I'm
0: sorry, got up.
1: There's a buzzing noise. Ah. Uh. Leave it up to me to we, bump the no, thing. No, there we go. We're good.
0: We can uh, cut it out, whatever. <laughs> or we'll leave it in, honestly. <laughs> Fuck it. It's yeah. real, man. It's real. This is live, yeah. you know, really. But uh. So then you guys started the podcast, or Carlos Vieira hit you up. And from that point, like, w- did you help develop the show? You know what I mean? Like, The idea was there, but how did it come to be what it is now?
1: Yeah, it was pretty much at the beginning, all me... Um, you know, like Mikey hadn't yet come on board. You know, we had uh, you know some of the help with the the, the marketing that fifty one fifty that they had at the time. You know, different different person now, which he's he's awesome, and you know he's gone through his substance abuse struggles too. This guy uh, Jason Van Dusen, who's awesome, and then you know once Mikey came in. My perception at first was just like, oh, I'm just talking to so-and-so and I got to build it up. And then, you know, Mikey with the passion that he's had, it's like, well, let's hit up Carlos and see if we can get some big celebrities here. Because I was having no inroads, nobody uh-huh. responding where it's just this little podcast. Yeah. Like, How many listeners do you got? Uh, you know, we get 500, 600 listens per episode yeah. or something, you know, And and Mikey really had that passion. Like, why don't we ask Carlos if we can get? big names and so once he kind of came on board it was like oh shit you know the boss man's never said no go after it yeah you know that that was like once he came in it took it to a totally different level Mm -hmm. and then you know hey well we got these big name people why aren't we getting something out there on youtube like Mm -hmm. you know was it
0: just audio at first it was just audio Uh, okay gotcha
1: yeah so you know that was really i have to turn that over to him to kind of push it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I
2: had no idea that went... Because I used to live in L.A. Mm -hmm. So when I came back, I had no idea that I was going to be dealing with more L.A. shit living in Merced (laughs) than when I was living in L.A. You know what I mean? Like, I I didn't move down there for any specific reason. I just went just to go. And, you know, I thought every day there was going to be like a Van Halen music video. And it wasn't. It got, you know, dark. So I came back here, (laughs) fast forward to the podcast, and now we're getting all these people, you know, like... Charlie Sheen, Nature Boy Ric Flair, Caitlyn Jenner, all that. And it's like dealing with the contracts, agents, publicists, all that. It's like... But I'm dealing with that here, not when I was (laughs) there. It's just a trip to me. But yeah, yeah, because you probably moved over there, thinking more opportunity. I mean, I just kind of went. Like at the time, I was 21. I had just me and my chick had just broken up, so I was all bummed out. And my best friend in the whole world was moving down there, so he was like, "Dude, just come with me." And I was like, "All right." It wasn't there to like be an actor, write a screenplay, or anything like that. It was just to go, and I went. So I tested the waters there, and you know. It, enough was enough because yeah. all we were doing was partying it was a weekend that lasted a year pretty much <laughs> I remember bits and pieces of it pictures proving that I was there but um I don't really remember
0: too much of it to be honest with
2: you but I do remember that it's no regrets you know I'm mm-hmm. glad I did it and now we're back here and the rest is rock and roll history yeah
0: and so like working with these big names like you guys t- both said you're like the anxiety crew over here you guys get anxiety like b- prior to talking to these people that kind of shit doesn't give me anxiety the stuff that no. gives me anxiety
2: is like movie theaters, like sit, <laughs> sitting in a movie theater or like an airplane. Not that I'm worried about the plane's going to go down, but like when I get anxiety, I can just get up, splash my face with water and like take a walk. You could do that in a movie theater, but you're going to disrupt 15 people as you're walking to get out. And, and then you're like, getting
0: more anxiety, the more people
2: like, yeah, yeah, and that. then in an airplane, you can't do that. <laughs> you, you I mean, can't do you can, anything, can go to the bathroom, but, but then you're going to disrupt even more people. But, like, <laughs> again, back to living in L.A., we worked, my roommate and I, we worked at the sushi restaurant where there was a lot of big names that came in all the time. Uh, so it got to, like, it was just second nature seeing people. Yeah. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. So, like, yeah, we're excited to see and interview these people, but... That kind—I don't know about you, but that kind of shit doesn't give me anxiety. I'm more
1: excited to talk to him than anything. I think it's more the process of securing the interview Mm -hmm. that that gets anxiety. But no, I, you know, I think same thing. Haven't been in radio, you know, and doing backstage interviews and stuff with big name bands, and I've talked to a lot of my favorite musicians, Mm -hmm. like Motley Crue's my favorite rock metal band. I've interviewed all those guys at different points and met them and things like that. So it wasn't wasn't so much an anxiety, more as making sure that they're comfortable with us being on the same level as them so that we got a good conversation that flows, that we're not there to— Mikey puts it, well, we're not Barbara Walters. We're not trying to pull something yeah, out. We're not yeah. going to try, try to get them to grill. react yeah. or yeah. get a clip that goes wrong. We're not selling world. any yeah. shit
2: to TMZ. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if it's bad and it makes you look bad or your loved ones, then Jason will just cut that shit yeah, out. That's yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and we have, and there has been stuff that has been omitted under request, mm-hmm. you know, so we're respectful of that. But we want to have a conversation with people. That, that that helps and if it takes a celebrity to come on if it takes a charlie sheen or mm-hmm. you know a Caitlyn jenner or a kelly osborne or whatever to yeah. come on and maybe they hear something that's familiar and thus they want to confront whatever their issues might be and realize there's help mm-hmm. you don't have to live in the dark then hey you know that's what it takes and so most people you know all of them just been incredibly gracious and yeah. awesome. Yeah, every you know?
0: I was uh, doing some research before you. I had you guys on, and I was just uh, going through watching like twenty, thirty minutes of like multiple episodes, and it just like you're like we're have you guys are having a conversation like this mm-hmm. with them, and you, you're not making it be this whole thing of like, all right, let's instantly right now talk about like why Spotlight. you have anxiety yeah you know what i mean <laughs> or what or why you're depressed or why you yeah. have addictions it's more of just let it naturally come up mm-hmm. and and the, the does cuz you you mentioned that you know you had a problem with alcohol and everything mm-hmm. did like you coming from that kind of help you
1: in the way that you maneuver and talk to these people uh, absolutely cuz you can kind of uh, for me i can hear within what they're saying you know when i can recognize it either from my own experience or being in the rooms and meetings mm-hmm. or you know, working with a sponsor or whatever it is that certain things that stand out. So, it, you know, I kind of go in with bullet points in my head. And then if it's something that I, you know, I can jump to it or kind of mm-hmm. dig a little bit more and see what, you know, not in a, not in a disrespectful way, but maybe what they have to offer there, that there's maybe a little gem of information there that you, you just don't know what you're going to get, Yeah, Um, you know, and Sometimes people are just, you know, they'll open up something you didn't expect. We've had interviews where we just thought we were, you know, talking to, um, Jonah Chow, she voiced on uh, Raya, Ryu and the Last Dragon. Something like, yeah. Yeah, and and we didn't, her management didn't let us know or anything that, that you know, she struggled with gambling addiction and bulimia. But once she started talking to us, like, wow, you guys were so open. And of uh, my understanding, we were the first time she had spoken about that oh, publicly. Really? So she made that decision on her own, which was a really bold and brave mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, it was like, wow, thank you. Thank you for that, you know, trusting us and that we're not going to sit here and judge you yeah to open up it's, yeah it's so pretty what, powerful
0: and when you guys like are like reaching out to these people you're going through their agents obviously right mm-hmm. and then whatever however you guys do it right but so what uh like do they know about your podcast and what it's about going into it like are they like oh we're going to talk about you know these things or is it kind of just
2: yeah, I mean, because every celebrity we interview, it's for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to talk to this person about this topic, and we need to make it clear that that's what they're going to talk okay, about. Okay, yeah, that's my Like, question. we're not going to talk to, you know, like, Will Smith. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> he's been famous since he was little. I'm sure he's had adversity. He's human. We all have. But it's like, life's been pretty good. Yeah, you know? yeah. From what we see, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. But from what we see. But like... People like, you know, Kelly Osborne who suffers from addiction and, you know, anxiety and all that stuff. We make it abundantly clear that that's the topic we're going to be focusing on. So if you're not down to talk about it, that's fine. But just let us know and then we'll just, you know. We'll back off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of where we go. And a lot of people, like Denise Richards, she was just like, oh, "Oh, yeah, I've listened to you guys, blah, blah, blah. And we're just like,
1: what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's sick. Cheryl Burke was that way. I love what you guys do. Like really, and she was naming off episodes. Oh really? And it's like, Do you watch wow. Dancing
2: with the
0: Stars? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't watch it. Watch, but I know who. See, yeah. I don't, and I didn't. I had no idea who she was. <laughs> she was my I favorite. I told
2: her that. I told her that. And she was like, "Do you watch Dancing with the Stars?" And I'm like, "No." And she goes, "I love you for that. Thank
0: you."
1: I'm just <laughs> I, like, I respect you. I'm both. gonna be
0: honest with you. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. But yeah, and that's cool. And I think what what it comes down to is that when you guys are doing your show and you're doing your podcast, like what I notice is that you're just being like this. Yeah, yeah. You're that's how you have to be. Because and I mean that's I try to be too yeah. I'm just like I'm just gonna be myself and yeah. like I, I always get anxiety for like the 10 minutes before I'm about to start a podcast and then as soon as I meet the people it just everything goes out the In door yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly but it's just that right before it's like I don't know you guys really you know mm-hmm. before this podcast this mm-hmm. was literally like our first conversation Yeah, but already when we sat down and started talking I was like okay this is gonna be chill
1: yeah yeah, yeah for you know sure I, mean? I have to do a little bit of that I'll do a little bit of pacing beforehand because I kind of got to focus and, mm-hmm. and really get- game face Get, yeah, I got to get into the moment. It's you know, that can be a struggle for me sometimes to make sure that I'm there and present, but yeah, once it gets rolling and people are cool and you know, most people when they walk in and it's like they're they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" you know, nice to be like like hey, bring her up again, Cheryl Burke. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we were telling stories like sailors and yeah. she was she was a laugh right and it's like you know, I don't remember if it was her or her, uh, one of her management people came with her. It's like, uh, you guys better get to recording because you know, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we were bullshitting for like 30 minutes before yeah. <laughs> we went on. And
2: normally they're like in, out, like we'll have yeah. their assistant with them, like they need to be out by this time. And I'm just like, okay, then let yeah, us know. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then going, so you guys travel, right? You mm-hmm. always are on the move. Your second home's LA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you just Go to their homes or wherever they're gonna set it up and you bring everything with you and set it up.
1: Yep. Yeah, you'll see on YouTube we'll have uh the either the home studio, like uh, Teresa Judice from uh, Real Housewife. She actually mm-hmm. came to our studio. Oh there, really? Yeah. Oh uh,
0: so that was the most one of the most recent ones. Yeah, much. Right? Yeah, yeah, two recent, episodes yeah.
1: ago. So she actually came to us. Otherwise we
0: do have a oh, setup. Okay, I did notice on that there. one was a little or 'Cause your intros are shot there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For the yeah.
2: most part. Our, our intros, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like their shot. Oh out. no, I meant like your guys' oh,
0: like yeah, intros yeah. with the ad reads and yeah, everything yeah, else. Yeah. It's yeah. there, right? Yep. So she came there.
1: Yep. Yep. But otherwise LA and we've gone as we went to Philadelphia for uh Mike, the situation mm-hmm. from Jersey Shore, and then uh, Bam. We actually were Bam at Bam. Castle oh, Bam, so that's where it was. Okay, yeah. and
0: that's is that where Viva La Bam was filmed in LA? Yeah, dude, I was
1: living <laughs> I, in my
2: TV set when I was at that yeah. house because I loved that so, show.
0: I just had a conversation with my buddy because I was telling him I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm having these guys on the interview Bam ball," and he was like, "In Philadelphia, his house there?" I was like, "I don't know. I thought it was in L.A., dude." And,
1: but like, now that you say yeah. that,
0: he's gonna be like, "Told you, man. I told yeah. you."
1: <laughs> no, it was at Castle Bam, so it was. It was kind of a. It was a trip. trip. Yeah, yeah, just growing well, up. Weird.
0: Because his
2: mom called me, and because I guess she's like his manager, she they work together obviously, and she's like, "Okay, so you're gonna walk in the backyard. The keys here, and then you go there, and then the the house is yours. You guys do whatever." And I'm looking at Jason, I'm like, "The fuck, dude, the
0: fuck."
2: (laughs) So I grab the key, and then we walk in, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, this is literally what I've watched for you know however many years." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Bam pulls up. He's like, hey, what's up? And I'm just like, (laughs) we're just walking in this dude's house, you know, and he's not even there. (laughs) And it's like they knock on the door. We open the front door like, hey, welcome to your house, bro. (laughs) Come on in. (laughs) It was just a trip. And like, I don't know. it, It was fun. It was a good time for sure. But that's kind of like back to the anxiety thing, I feel like sometimes they have anxiety because we'll have interviews in LA and Jason and I, you know, he'll be in his hotel room, I'll be in mine and then I'm like, Gary Busey just called me. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he called me and so, he just wanted to introduce himself. It's like, they want to talk before the interview yeah. just to familiarize themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they probably get the same feelings we do. Yeah, which They're is, just normal people. Yeah. They just have a little bit more money than us. <laughs> yeah, they, more money, a
1: little more exposure. They that's use the, the bathroom like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, they all <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that's cool, that's cool. And so, going, or I was, you were talking about Bam's house. I listened to that episode and that was pretty funny because you are saying like he could. Kind of was just like, oh, or his mom was like, yeah, just come in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then he was like talking about how uh, somebody was like living up in his treehouse yeah, or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, and like yeah. just there's people there all the time. He didn't even know who was over all the time. Well, I'm like, There's so man. much
2: property. Like you can live. There's this hobbit hole. It's like a mother-in-law house, but literally like a half a mile away from his house. So you can live there and nobody would know. They don't go in there anymore. They yeah. don't film the TV show anymore. Bam doesn't even live there. He yeah. lives a couple miles away from that place. But it's like anybody could. And I really don't even think he would care. I think his mom cares more (laughs) than he does because we told him like, yeah, we got to get back to the hotel room. He's like, why don't you guys tell me you were staying for a couple, you could have just stayed here. And I'm
0: just like, what the, Fuck. Damn. At Jason
2: like, missed opportunity. Damn it. You know, <laughs> we
0: don't have to
1: go back to our hotel room. Yeah. We're going to go get our stuff I and guess we'll just we'll come
2: stay back. Here, right but here. with all the people, you know, lurking on his property, it's probably best that we didn't. Yeah. It yeah.
1: It's, a, it's definitely made for a, an interesting scenario, you know. But you think about those kind of things and when Bam would talk about that, it, he, he, you know, is when the substance abuse was going mm-hmm. on and you kind of, you're in a haze anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do get a lot of that with people that... You know, hey, I was, this is how life was, and, you know, it's hitting like Mikey would say, the TMZ stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, well, they weren't in the right mind, you know, so yeah. we're definitely talking with people of a different state, you know, yeah, They're totally a different person. You then like, maybe what society yeah. has portrayed them to be, or Charlie whatever. Sheen, mm-hmm. the best example. Yeah, exactly,
0: I was, was going to say. Sweetest guy. Uh, well, yeah, from your guys' interviews, and so you got... You guys have had him on a couple times. Twice. Twice? Twice? Okay, yeah. So we touched on addiction first time.
2: No. No, no idea. And then he walked in and he was the fucking most down-to-earth, coolest dude I've ever met. Like he was just so like, his manager was literally like, Okay, we gotta go, we gotta go. And he was like, So where are you guys from? You know, and I'm just like, he wants to talk to us more. That's cool. And then the second time we see him, he's like, Mikey, where do I just park? And I'm like, uh, Charlie, she knows my <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And I, I mean, you guys have obviously are, are making good impressions, you know what I mean? For the fact that he's like, oh, I want to do it again. Like, I had a yeah. great conversation yeah, yeah, with those people. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, and and he was so gracious. I mean, first time talk about... Addiction issues, second time, the HIV diagnosis, Mm -hmm. and and really the thing that came, you know, that I pulled from it a lot that that was helpful for me was, uh, you know, owning his actions, you know, regardless of his state of sobriety or whatever, and accepting the impact upon the people that he did. And owning those ramifications as well, and mm-hmm. trying to make amends. So you know, it's it's such an important thing. I think no matter if you're not struggling with uh, addiction, hopefully people watching listening yeah. are not. Yeah. Um. But you know, we all have our mental health challenges, our growth everyone challenges, has vices and everything. Yeah. That is that there's something you can get out of each and every one of these conversations mm-hmm. that are there? That are that are gems. That you know, it's like I, I always joke. Everyone could benefit from a twelve step program. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or that, therapy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: there's a lot of things that... I think like I'm, I'm really open with my friends and everything and it's almost like a form of therapy that we can just be super open with each other but mm-hmm. there's times when like you know I, I haven't been open with people for like a long time and then you like it starts weighing on you yeah. and you don't really realize why you're feeling this type of way or what it is but
2: yeah yeah no and that's what I'm passionate about is the mental health aspect of it because I've had anxiety for years and I didn't know what the hell it was I thought like something was wrong with me I've had EKGs you know brain scans the you know just everything because I don't know something's wrong with me I don't know what it was and and then my mom told me that my grandma, her mom, has been on Valium her entire life. My mom has anxiety, has had it for her entire life, and I didn't know what the hell it was. So once I figured it out, it's like – I think it's different for, like, men because if you're going through a panic attack and I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and you don't know what it is, like, dude, fucking suck it up. Yeah, you going to yeah you, man. For yeah, <laughs> being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. fine, and it's just like – It's okay to have a panic attack and just chill. Just, you know, go separate yourself and whatever or talking about it. Like, everybody has it. Not everybody, but like it's... What am I trying to say? If
0: you have it, it's okay. It's not curable, but it's manageable. And it helps to talk about it. And I think recent or like with the way society is like we're saying like you know 50 years ago it wasn't wasn't anxiety wasn't a thing oh, you know yeah, what i mean sure. basically i mean it, it definitely was a thing but right. wasn't a, an acknowledged thing you
1: weren't allowed to have it yeah in some exactly. households. In some households yeah, yeah it was a very much a rub dirt on it mentality yeah
0: and i think with social media and just the progression of everything else it's kind of like bringing a parent that like everyone else is now we're all getting this weird anxiety that didn't exist before with oh i haven't checked my instagram i haven't looked at my phone or whatever it may be it's that social anxiety now and i think that's what's almost made it more socially acceptable is the fact that it's becoming more and more common and more and more people are Mm -hmm. starting to have it
1: yeah the world's evolved so much And, and mikey brings up a brought up a really good point about like you know as a man suck it up and you know the thing with all these things be it you know Uh, alcoholism, drug addiction, sex and love addiction. Yes, it's a real thing, people. Um, uh, Mental health disorders is that men and women manifest them differently. You know, like Mm -hmm. my son is on the autism spectrum. A girl might go undiagnosed, uh, you know, whereas boys, they tend to kind of see it more because the way that women's brains, bodies, and everything chemistry works. It's just these things manifest so differently with everybody else, and and it's— it's kind of uh this has been a cool journey and just giving people a lot more grace, a lot yeah. less judgment. Mm-hmm. We all need a lot less judgment. You know, I I mean I've this is my second time talking with you in yeah. person other <laughs> yeah. than, than hey, great job with the Yeah, yeah. I was know, like, but, Hey man. I was like yeah, just real quick hi. Yeah, but but we don't you know, we don't know anything about each other's stories. Here I am at 43, not going to out you at your age, I'm not sure. (laughs) But you've got a story from when you were born to now. And, you know, everybody's got all these different circumstances that they go through to be where they're at in the moment like this. We might have a conversation or you see Mm -hmm. them on the news or on our podcast. And, you know, I think if anything, I hope it, it, uh, destigmatizes addiction, mental health, and and gets people to judge a lot less. Yeah, you
0: know? well, I think it does. And I think what you guys are doing with, like, yeah, you're having celebrity interviews, but it's not, it's not the typical celebrity interview, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not the, like you guys were saying, like TMZ or, like, the gotcha type of journalism. Right. It's just like, hey, we don't talk to you. Like, who are you, pretty much? Like, tell us your story. Yeah. And that's, like, really cool because you don't see that. And that's what makes your show stand out a little bit more than you know, all the other celebrity shows, like, yeah, of course, people have, like, you know, the big media behind them, yeah. and, like, that's why they're getting, like, 500,000 downloads mm-hmm. and whatever else it may be, but at the end of the day, yours is, like, more real, right? and then I think that's what's sticking out more, and that's what, you know, I'm trying to do on this podcast, is just be myself and just yeah. let it let it take me wherever it's taking me. I yeah. always feel like, I, I don't know what I'm doing, I yeah. just keep <laughs> on doing it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, me. I either. keep doing what I, what's <laughs> working
1: for me, and then...
0: You know, whatever it turns into. Oh it no, turns we planned
1: it. everything out. <laughs> we, we we knew by this date we'd have like what 1.5 million views on. on I knew YouTube when I was a and, kid
2: that I was going to do a mental health sobriety yeah. breaking
0: the Signal yeah. podcast. That's why I did the things I did. Yeah, in yeah. That's no, why I did blow for so long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to test the waters first. Right? I know exactly what it was like. Yeah, I would have never have thought. I would have. I would have never have thought. You know, not yeah. even when I moved here, I wouldn't have thought that I would still be in Merced County. County, let alone have a family here and mm-hmm. be doing this with yeah. one of my best friends. I would have never have thought. Yeah, it's really cool, too. Just how
0: it organically came to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, I Like I said, I took a week off and I came back at a different job. <laughs> uh, yeah. <And> I, totally <laughs> unexpected, but happy that it happened.
1: Yeah, I like, yeah. I love what we do. And hit the ground running. You yeah, did. for sure. Your I friend. mean, fuck. Yeah, and so
0: during the pandemic, like, pretty much you started it and then you're in the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And so, how were the was that, dealing with that? Was it just doing, Zoom. Zoom? Yeah. by wow. stock
2: Zoom, baby. Yeah. Because that's all we did. And slowly but surely, there are people that, oh, are they down to do it in person? Yeah, yeah, they're down to do it in person. And then it'd be kind of more and more and more, and now it's just... Yeah, now more. I don't even want to do Zoom now. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like, will do
0: it, but via Zoom, it's like... Yeah, and we'll you wait. lose the the, like authenticity or like how you're actually feeling in the room exactly. you know what i mean and like during the quarantine of course like mm-hmm. you had to do zoom in the beginning like, you had it was, to, yeah uh, yeah because sure. i was watching uh or dude. uh because i was just looking through all your guys's and i was used to be a huge escape the fate fan so oh, like nice. craig Craio, and stuff yeah. like that but i was i was just and stuff like that there's sure. me
1: saying my word man my crutch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah craig was i mean that was an example of i Per my recollection, having, you know, met him well over a decade ago, talk about a completely different person mm-hmm. now. You know, that's an example of how, you know, as we like to say, knocking doors down, you know, the, which for us we've meant it as taking that dark time, turning it to your advantage mm-hmm. and giving back and what a different person altogether, you know? I mean, seeing him clear-eyed, clear-headed, mm-hmm. you know, owning his shit, and, you know, just being like, why, this This, this isn't living, you know? Whereas, you know, us yeah. fans oftentimes are of people like, oh, they're living their best you, life. You and, want
0: them to be the party animal, yeah. to mm-hmm. be doing yeah. drugs. or Especially, like, I mean, if you're from a rock band, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like... What what else is there about rock bands besides you know like drugs, girls, and partying? Yeah. like you know what I mean. That's that's all you were growing up to like think about. Yeah, those like, are my
2: role models. I yeah, mean, his was yeah. Molly Crew, mine was Guns and Roses. Yeah, and yeah. I still love Guns and Roses, but it's like I'm not going to be a rock star. You're not them. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? They are all doing well now for the most part, I think. But it's just like you be. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the drug use and all that is influenced by your role models, obviously, Yeah. and mine was skateboarding and rock and roll, so it's like you wanted to live that lifestyle and all that, but you're not them, dude. Just be you.
0: Everyone else is already taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yourself, exactly. Yeah. And that's, uh, I had somebody, uh, you, know, you know who Dalton Jeffries is? He's, uh, yeah. So he's, I, I, I know who he no, is. You know, know who he is? Yeah, so he's a real good friend of mine. Uh, our dads were best friends growing up, and he's a pitcher on the A's now. Oh, cool. And so uh, I just had him on or uh, it's gonna drop, I don't know when, sometime, but uh, and he was just telling me that like, when he's like sitting down talking with Mookie Betts or whatever, like you know, crazy like, like yeah. big baseball star it is, he's like, he's like Mookie Betts, like advice to me was just like, he's like, he's like, I'm not trying to break all these records, I'm not trying to do all this, he's like, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself. Yeah, and he was like at the end of the day, like that's all you need to do, you know, try to be the best pitcher you can be or be the best person you can be and it's just so cool like it just reminds me of your guys' podcast you know when you're talking to like these people who you know everyone holds them maybe on a pedestal or everything else but at the end of the day it's just you know they're just down-to-earth people like you guys you know they have
1: and it's a job no matter what people want to think yeah you know it's a job yes and it you know sometimes people oh i you know when i've thought about it oh being an actor or whatever it is and people don't realize how much dedication and focus goes into that or being a band that travels and you're doing 23 dates in 30 days Mm -hmm. and especially if you have this crazy setup and all this stuff it becomes what consumes you so, you know, it's like, it's almost one of those, be careful what you ask for mm-hmm. kind of situations. I mean, I just couldn't fathom, you know, as a single dad and with the amount of hours we put in in a, in a week, I mean, it can go from 40 to, I'd say our biggest was 65, 70 hours in a week. You know what the travel and mm-hmm. things where it's like. And it's funny because people are like, what do you do? A podcast. Uh, what else do you do? Like a fucking
2: podcast full <laughs> <Yeah>. time, <laughs> and it doesn't help with the lady situation either. Yeah. You
0: know I mean? like, wait. So what do you do besides
2: that? <laughs> like, that's that's all my, my job. Fucking do, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like more than forty. Dude, hours. I'm
0: yeah, dude, I'm over here. Like yeah, you know uh, yeah, but I freaking do. I, so I do photography and videography as right, well. Right, and right, So I do all that stuff, and then I also like high school substitute teach. So that's also oh, what nice. I do. But like, I'm just like all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. I always tell people like, you guys don't realize how much work like goes into like one episode. And I'm like making like my highlight videos. And, and all this uh, other stuff and it's just like Like, I can spend four hours, like, making a highlight video. And it's just, like... And, and, I mean, I enjoy it, and, like, I try not to make it work, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I enjoy doing it, but, you know, I'm putting, like, eight to 15 hours into, like, this one episode before I'm putting it out. And it's just, like, managing it all. But like you're saying, people are like, it's just a podcast. It's like, it's a lot more than just a podcast. Yeah,
1: last night, I was up till, what what did I text you? Like, 10.30 that I finally got this episode done, and I figured for an hour and 15-minute video edit and had some... Computer issues, I put in over 20, 25 hours. Yeah and i haven't even pulled out the clips for social media and stuff <laughs> yeah. yet or edited the audio portion of it and you know and we've got all the business things that we do in the meetings and yeah. you know some sponsorship opportunities coming up and all these things so you know then you stack on top of that 50/50 custody with kids and yeah. it, you know, it's like yeah. and a your actual personal and, yeah. life and
0: everything else it's just
1: yeah so it's uh, you know we put a lot into delivering a, a good quality thing that mm-hmm. you know it's uh you know when we're not bitching about it it's just a reality like mikey said we love what we do yeah
2: for sure it's a good time and it helps when no kids <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any kids you no. know <laughs> how
0: old are you i'm 33 33 so there's like a 10 year 10 year gap, tenure gap? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i'm 28 so that's how old i am but uh all I these go. young
1: bucks <laughs> i remember being you guys old as ass ages.
0: you know you don't look Forty three though, I'll say that you had some good beard dye, and and you just got your hair still, man. So (laughs) I think that's the the biggest. He's got a
2: strong hairline, yeah, exactly. Genetics, and you're I mean you're
0: you're clearly trying to be a little younger with your color. You got got some purple.
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, you are. I I, I, I fucking love it. I I acknowledge that. Like nobody's business. You are. You nailed it right there. No, I I, because I get bored, man. I'm like. I, I I'm still the same weird dude that I've always been. You know, nails aren't painted today, mm-hmm. but they it's often are. Uh-huh. And, dude, I get you know? bored and cut my hair. That's
2: been my thing. It's like my hair will be long as shit, and then I get bored, and I'm just take a fucking just cuz. And it's – I don't – so I get it with the hair thing and whatever, but it's just – I don't know, man. It's weird. I always cut my hair when I'm bored.
1: I think – well, well uh, what, what I, I would say is that we're – even though Mikey may not acknowledge it we're both kind of artistic people in a, in a in different ways mm-hmm. i mean you know the guy's a beautiful palette of of tattoo yeah. work, you know and um you that know i have got more coming <laughs> and things like that and i just i'm one of those people that that i if i get bored i go back to my defect and if i fall into my defects and my anxiety and you know, thinking about the future or mm-hmm. falling in depression, worrying about the things that happened in the past that I've, you know, dealt with or continue to deal with. And I, then a bottle comes out again and then I'm going to disappear. So it's like... Fuck it! If you got a problem that I'm 43 and I color my hair and paint my nails or <laughs> yeah. whatever else it is, I don't really give yeah, a shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's know? the thing. I
0: think growing up, like you really care about like other people's perceptions yeah. of you. It just, I think, just when you're a kid, you know. And then it, oh, from yeah. there, it stems to like your, you know, early adulthood life. And then there's, gets uh, for me, it was like right when I was 25, I kind of just stopped caring. Like, yeah, yeah I wouldn't do things because I thought my friends were going to make fun of me or do something like that. Like, and then my I, friends I, give me shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No matter what I do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's like my friends with yeah. this podcast too. Yeah, then like, like, I need that. I need people to give you yeah. I like that. Bring you back down to earth. Yeah, a little exactly. Bit. But every now and then, like, you know, it's just it's one of those things where growing up, like, you know, you, you're afraid to embrace who you are. It's just it's just that classic type of like whether, you know, you're gay, you're gonna come out of the closet or, you know, you're into whatever type of music you're into. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, your friends just growing up you can have like this this weird uh no not trauma, but like scared to be who you are and i think that i kept a secret for
2: a long time the kind of tv that i watch and i it's out now but i fucking love reality tv like Mm -hmm. below deck the real housewives vanderpump i don't know what it is about not the kardashians though i tried my sister watches that shit all the time and i tried i just couldn't do it but i get why people do it they Mm -hmm. live this fantasy life in la that everybody wishes they could so they just live vicariously through them i get it yeah but it's like I don't know what reality TV is. I don't even like the Real Housewives show. The people that we talked to on there were outstanding and amazing people, but I, I don't even know what it is that I like about them. I can't relate to any of them or anything, maybe except the fact that it takes place in LA. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You I don't know. just like it, though? I just do. Reality TV in
0: general. I just love reality TV. The only reality TV that I love is Survivor. Like I, See, I I've never uh, seen uh, it. Dude, yeah. You know, and so, like, I, it was one of those things where, like, I hadn't uh, seen Survivor in a long time yeah. and then quarantine hit and then, uh, my fiancé was, like, watching this episode, and I was like, oh, I remember that chick from yeah. Survivor. And then, like, we just got on a binge, and we watched, like, there's, like, 40 fucking
1: seasons. What yeah. else is your thing on uh, Well, we had uh, Katie Gallagher from Merced that was on there. She was oh, a runner-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked with her at the radio station. She was one of our salespeople. Oh, really? Still a really? friend to, to this. Yeah, that's thing. cool. Shit, we should talk. Now that I think of it, we should hit up Katie, see if she'll come and talk on the experience. But... Um, yeah, I you know I get that, but anyways, you were binge watching. You oh, oh what's, yeah. your, what's your show, dude? Uh, well, I mean, I love The Office. Oh I my gosh. Love, love, yeah. The
0: yeah. The you know office. we talked to to. Oh yeah, David Wallace. Yeah, uh, that was one of the ones. Andy I was Buckley. Yeah, 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 exactly. Sorry, but his name's not David Wallace. But uh, yeah. Yeah. everyone him, listening will know. I him I called him. Called him, I call yeah. him yeah. yeah, it's like you can't. If you're a fan of The Office, it's just like such a.
2: Oh, it, he gave he us stepped
1: out.
0: He was taking a piss,
2: and I was like, I'm gonna make a lot of office references, and I might call you David on accident. He goes, I am. It, dude. Like, please do. He gave us business cards that say David Wallace.
1: Really? And all, I think uh, we had Dunder Mifflin mugs when we were sitting dude, there talking to him sick. in his backyard. He had it all set up and the, for us. The and
0: office is kind of one of those funny things where, like, that guy, like, it's not like he had the biggest role yeah. on this show. It's just the show became. Let me see this Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. David Wallace. And that's dope that he still has. Them. He you still has those. he really me a business out, card. Uh, there you go. You see that, you guys? There it's go, Dunder Mifflin. That. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm gonna keep this. Just a little. Yeah, because it's not like was like he was like the biggest character on that show he's yeah. a small i mean written, written relatively to for like how many episodes he was it's a smaller oh episode, super small small smaller uh character on the show but like he will forever, I'm sure, out in public and everything. Oh, yeah. It's like David Wallace. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> it
1: was pivotable. Nobody pivotal. knows him. Pivotal, as Andy, word.
0: <laughs> except
2: the actors who acted with him in the office. But everybody else, it's David Wallace. That's his name.
1: Yeah. Hey, like he said, we were sitting in the very backyard of <clears throat> his home that was pretty nice. And he goes, well, it helped paid for this and kids going off to college. So, yeah. you know. And and that's what the thing, too, like talking with people that, that you know, where it was uh, talking with, like, Charlie, not to bring him up again, but he was like, you know, I think the best thing I do of service is entertain people. I just want to get back to working because it's what I do, mm-hmm. you know. And it, 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 and it's kind of the end of the day. People need to understand if it's musicians or actors or whatever they may be, it's it's just what they do. Yeah, you know? I mean. Mikey fell into this how he did. I fell into it how I did. You know, yeah. I, I pursued passion and opportunities came, much like yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You I know, just, like I commend you. Your work's awesome. You know, thank like you, you did our friend uh, Scotty Rich. Oh, is yeah, his name, video, but Scotty yeah. C. Miller. You did this great promo stuff and you're out there doing these shots on the streets with them and while yeah, he's performing. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this is my passion. I'm going to make something happen out yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, we only get one life, and that's
0: the thing that in like 2019. That's when I like I graduated from college in 20 2019 or 2018. I don't know what year it was, but then I you know the classic you graduate and I got a degree in like educational studies. I was like I'll sure. be a teacher, I guess, whatever. It was also the quickest degree at that point. I, was like, <laughs> I gotta stop going to school. I've been going to school for eight years, you yeah. guys. You know hey, what I mean? To the club. Yeah, I exactly. was at school for like two weeks. in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was there for a little bit. <laughs> so then uh, in like 2019, I graduated college and then it kind of got to that point in my life. I'm like, what do I want to do? Do, you know what i mean like i i i tried to you know i was like maybe i'll be like an earth earth and space science teacher i like the, those subjects and i tried in i took it like the exams you need to take and i was like off by like one or two points each time i took it and then i kind of was just like okay like what do i want to do and then i saw this uh ad and it was like what's your dream job make a video about it and then so i'd always been vi- into like video and stuff like that so uh and i would make all these videos in high school just like you know the old YouTube skits shows type sure. of stuff like that's what I was doing in high school and then I went away from it and then I hit up my buddy Jimmy uh, when I saw that competition thing and I hit him up and I was like hey uh, would you be down to help me with this and he was like yeah and so we made like a video about like what my dream job was or our dream job was and so from that point in 2019 I've just like submerged myself in video and photography and then one thing's led to another now I have a podcast all of a sudden you know what I mean yeah. it's just I just started doing stuff for me and at the end of the day it's like all you can do is try to make yourself happy and the ones you love around you sure. happy as well yeah. and so yeah, I'm just happy where I'm at by just pursuing what what I what I want. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I find it odd too when you start to do that, then you start to like you said, uh, the ones you care about and around you start to easily be of service to other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you just you just are. You yeah. know, like we're not we're not experts. We don't have any education other than life education. Yeah, which yeah, is, and we know? tell
2: them that too. Like we're not here to diagnose you or anything like that. Like we're just talking. You didn't
1: get. A bachelor's or a doctorate? I did with those not.
2: Two weeks? That might be. Uh, <laughs> I don't think everybody anybody knows that. No, the two weeks I was there, it did not.
1: <laughs> did not. Uh, yeah. yeah, it, Mikey it wasn't the whiz to go not through. Not as smart as yeah, look. I guess. I mean, my educations in film and television. I never saw radio coming, let alone this. But. You know, it's just in photography too, right? Yeah, I got a degree in a fucking oh, worst, really? worst picture yeah. taker I've ever seen in my life. Dude, i love I him to so, death, so but like, I'm just like, bro, bro,
2: bro, I am never going to see this person again and we get a picture and you fuck it up. <laughs> so, I'll take a picture and then I'll show him. I'm like, make it look just like that, okay? We're never going to see this guy again, so let's make this picture good. How did you get a degree in this shit?
1: I was on With love. mine was on portrait. I did portraiture was my my final project. I painted my friends up like kiss and did (laughs) photos, and then the final picture was combination of all four the makeup of mm. all the members of mine and then I was in the middle of them and I had a black out. you know this one you had to you know I fucking oh, yeah. it, love it, it, your own photos it was and, back when yeah. it was a different thing dark room yeah, yeah everything. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm old people I use dark room <laughs> I love this uh, no photoshop photoshop barely existed I just then. had
0: a podcast with uh, one of my uh, friend's moms and she was a photographer from like the 70s to now yeah, and yeah. so I was like it was like from the film to the digital age to yeah. tell me about it but yeah she was talking about like, light, uh, like the, the actual dark room and everything oh, yeah. else and I'm like and I was like I asked her like, what do you think we lost on it? And she was like, just like the patience. Like photography used to just be like such a calm patient. You'd take the time to set up your shots. Now you just da, 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 yeah. take all these pictures and let's see which one. Well, now not anybody really can but, look
2: like a photographer with the new fucking oh, cameras the new they have on and the stuff phone like that. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, And everyone's like, oh, they're gonna replace cameras. I'm like, At the end of the day, they're not. But like, they make the average consumer take such better photos, sure. way better photos than they used to. You know, what I, I, mean? I could take
2: a picture of you know. This table with the microphone with the 13 camera, mm-hmm. and it would just look
0: fucking phenomenal.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I did
0: my other buddy's podcast yesterday. It's called Mulberry Dreams, and uh – it was like this guy out in Atwater, and uh, his he ended up losing the the cord to his camera, and so he he was just like, "Oh, we'll just use my iPhone to to record it." Yeah, and like, but like, I was like looking at it, I was like, I and mean, he was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I used like my iPhone for like the first fifteen episodes.'"
1: I was like, "Honestly, you can't tell." Like, no. Didn't they film did a I,
0: movie with an iPhone recently? They'll do
1: it commercials and all. I know they do commercials,
0: stuff. but with the commercials, I'm like, "Also, oh, you guys had like a fifty thousand dollar at least budget right. behind this, yeah. so like, no wonder lighting, it looks like it does." Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all about lighting glide, too. And yeah, everything it's, uh, else, exactly. Yeah. Kanye
2: lying. did a music video. with with just the phone, too. It really? was all just phone camera. Uh, yeah.
0: Missed that one. Don't know how. I
2: didn't watch it. I just heard about it, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Yay, huh? <laughs>
2: Technology
0: and the advancement. <laughs> that's cool. So you guys both have been in, or you've been in broadcasting longer than I have, right? So I was just, if you have, like, any advice for me, you know, going on, just, I don't know, because I just, I don't know anything. Everything's self-taught, sure. and that's about everything in my life. is self-taught, except mm. for what I learned in school, which... I'm not currently using. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to the club. Most yeah. of it, well, college, yes, but um, I think you're doing, you know, continue to be genuine and authentic mm-hmm. like you are. It's, you know, I think that comes across, especially with the podcast. Is you know, people we try to treat. Whoever's listening or viewing, like, you know, they're sitting in the room or in the back seat of the car, just hearing us have the conversations that we're we're having or, just you know, be like, oh, this is an interesting conversation to eavesdrop while you're at a restaurant, you know? Mm -hmm. So we want it to be that feeling. And I think you get, you know, get that across with it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if, if you had a different angle, then you got to focus. Like when I was doing the the bear here or the country station or a hot 104.7, I got to, Assume a bit of a different personality to speak with that audience. Mm. And I'm only speaking in sound bites, but this is, you know, a flowing conversation. Yeah. So I think anyone that's out there with, with, with podcasting, you know, know your niche, what you're doing, Yeah. you're, you're trying to focus it. Reset is actually pretty fucking cool people. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of cool people around here and there's a lot of cool things to get involved with. And I think as long as you keep speaking to that, then. You're good to go. Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's, like, the whole thing. It's, like, I mean, obviously, I love Merced because, uh, like, I'm from Merced. But, like, the whole Central Valley in general, it just gets that, that rep. You know, people don't think about They think of California. Obviously, it's... Bay Area, it's SoCal or it's NorCal, but yeah. it's ne- not, you know, where all your almonds come from, people. You know, that's right. where we are. Yeah. All right. Well, and there's <laughs> a
2: few new episodes on Netflix. I'm not going to say what it is, but that make the Central Valley look like it's just a farm town. Yeah. With just oh, and, and I get it. And, and it is, <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah. just farm and tri- like, how many high schools are in Merced alone? you know what I mean yeah. That's not a little small town. there's mm-hmm. like seven six or seven damn high schools, yeah, and yeah. it's just kind of like it's so misunderstood, yeah, but you know what that's fine because there's enough people here, and the in and out lines are long enough anyways, <laughs> so if you hate Merced, by all means, yeah, see
1: you later, <laughs> <laughs> and a cool thing being here over twenty years, you know as as an adult, is seeing the change of what's happening economically and the growth of the art community and activities and things for kids. And there really is a very concerted effort to build better community and jobs because two things keep people out of trouble. It's work Mm -hmm. and sense of community. And those things are so incredibly important to just everybody for life. And Mm -hmm. so it's cool to see that happening, you know. Yeah, that's the thing about Merced is just like – look
0: at Merced, you know, six, seven years ago compared to now, like, walk downtown. Mm -hmm. It's completely transformed. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things, too, where it's this... Like, I started realizing, because I, I just started realizing, like, oh, like, we're slowly getting new things, you know. Because back when the Tioga was still, you know, what it used to right, be, right. and L Cap, and the Mainzer, like, they were, those three things alone, like. Dude, you go into the El Cap, d- you forget you're in Merced. Oh, dude, yeah. You, you're in the little courtyard mm-hmm. area. It's like, oh, are we in the Bay Area somewhere? I went we're just, there just chilling. Once,
2: and I was just like, I'm looking up there, and I'm just like, damn, I this does not feel like Merced. This motherfucker's trying to valet my car. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. <laughs> back up dude like there's no valets here that sounds like a small town comment yeah. <laughs> but uh, growing up you know it was but yeah it's just it's different but it's good yeah. downtown's looking sick you, you know, know it, it is you know, I used to live out by the UC and shit I'd be gone for a weekend and then I'd come back Monday and there's 20 houses that just came up
0: over that dude weekend. right now it's just happening like, again damn, all over yeah. right over
1: there too yeah yeah. and it's somebody it's funny you bring up the mains there. I mean I remember going there well before fatherhood and you know Going to all my friends that were you know in indie bands and everything else, and going and grabbing a beer. And now what it is now? I mean, it's a, a beautiful so change of what it used to secure. be. Kind
0: of similar thing. Yeah,
1: similar. Yeah, Shows just a little show. more rundown,
0: I guess. A little or? more
1: rundown. Yeah, a little bit different. Grittier, and, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> more uh, like fucking hardcore. <laughs> no, now it's now you, it's clean. You would get yeah, you would. I mean, I was, we gotta get some
0: some rap concerts in there. That's what I think. It was I mean, a, I'm, a I'm, yeah, an yeah, indie
1: rustic. You know, just kind of like band like you know alt bands were there Mm -hmm. and a lot of my buddies you know like one of the big bands was Deriva back then Mm -hmm. that people might remember and Mm -hmm. You know, going and seeing them, but then he had you know RC who was running it and booking it at the time, and then he's got you know the partisan and mm-hmm. you know the other stuff that he's you know developed down there and his people, and so it's cool to see which that. was also
2: renovated, yeah, renovated, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah.
1: blues place, dude. I, yeah,
0: yeah, I I missed the mm-hmm. the old partisan, not miss it, but like it was just had it was like a dive bar feeling for more, sure, like for when sure. you went into there, and then I liked how wasn't it like lowered? It yeah, was a yeah, like, bar when you yeah ordered,
2: you had to like bend down yeah and lean over, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah 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 now it's I like, admit, yeah now that I miss it I mean like, it's, it's cool like nostalgia like just yeah, the yeah. type of like old bar like bar it used to be now like when I go there I'm like I mean it's a completely different place but what's sick is
2: they have the pictures of what it used to be mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the construction
1: and all that shit that's dope yeah that's that is dope. cool yeah. and they were
0: just like I um, mean you know, unfortunate timing on like they're about to like reopen and the pandemic hit right, and then right. it's just like
1: yeah but it's, it, it's for me seeing that evolution it's pretty cool mm-hmm. it's, it, it's giving people more opportunities to get out check things out it becomes more communal people feel more more welcome overall, mm-hmm. it, you know. It wasn't just this crowd only, and, yeah. You know, and 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 I and I get that mentality. I know Mikey being a skater is like if you're not a skater when you probably when you were young you're a fucking kook, yeah. <laughs>
2: no, I, I never went through that. I can understand how you think, but I never went through that. Like locals only, fucking get out of here, Andy Roy. We interviewed him, uh-huh. and he's like, you know, this Santa Cruz skater with like the high socks, sticky shorts, and you know, just fucking get out of here, bro. Like, yeah, I was never really like that, just because. I didn't give a shit who skated in Merced. Like, if you're, you know, at the skate park and I've never seen you before, whatever, have fun. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. yeah But I can understand what you think because a lot of skaters were like that. They have that But I I never did. It was always just kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. It's fun. Uh, That's
1: an art form, speaking of art. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just think that it's... You know, you kind of had your territories, like okay, we, we, we here is your indie rock group, and here is your painters over here. You know, but now everybody's kind of interviewing. Yeah, and they, that's
0: what it needs to be. They need like yeah. you are saying community, and that's yeah. the thing that I've learned from this podcast more than anything. It's just the sense of community and how much people really want it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, growing up, it's just you are you are doing whatever your parents are doing. You are sure. in those communities, but as the older you get, the more that I've realized so just through this podcast that how important community is in yeah. general, and just how Having, like like you're saying, that strong community is what keeps people from doing whatever stuff, you mm -hmm. know, bad stuff. It could be, like, drugs or whatever it may be. And that's why I love the town and everything else. And then, so when did the Mainzer, or what did it, was it used to be called the Mainzer too? Yeah, it was still the Mainzer. When did it
1: close? gosh
0: because i was never it, I, it reopened I just
1: over two years ago and i think it was closed for in, over a decade
0: yeah and then there was just the uh, cinema cafe was there. yeah
1: cinema cafe was there was and bomb. then dude i know i was so i'm oh, like the best breakfast yeah dude bomb. i'm, not, I I bre- I'm not a breakfast fan but yeah. i
0: loved their breakfast yeah their breakfast was good i'm like oh, yeah.
1: i hey.
2: was a junior when i went to the mainzer so they were open in 06
1: yeah so it was closed for about a decade so they closed it? A little in- over a decade, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, when I was growing up, it was just
0: a vacant building, pretty. I mean, like when I was walking around right, Main Street, right, as yeah. a, like in high school and stuff like that, it was just vacant I, building. I just remember saying that.
1: Just- I think stuff would, just wasn't up to code. <laughs> you know, it needed to be brought up to code. And, and no one had the money to do no it. No one had the money. When, well, yeah, I mean, we saw it with the Merced Theater, too. That thing was closed forever from the time I had moved here until whenever that was. Yeah, it was just the, a decade ago, maybe. It was that just the open. beacon of Merced, but he's yeah. like, we'll keep it up. because yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was the only I was thing to think I knew. think of what
2: you guys were talking about. I'm like, oh, that's right. The only thing, thing I
1: knew it for, I had buddies that rented the upstairs apartments yeah. there. That was it, but that beautiful theater was closed forever, you mm-hmm. know, and there, some big artists have come through. Yeah, exactly, and, you know, and then even so. steve and everything else. Yeah, too. just Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I got that photo on my phone of me with him at that. That event, actually, yeah, it was know. like his
0: stand-up comedy, right? It was like his routine. And yeah, was, my buddy went to it. He was like, "Yeah, he like burned, cut off his
1: pubes, burned them, or something yeah. like that." Like, oh, he balanced, stuff. <laughs> he balanced a fucking canoe on his chin. Really? And, oh yeah, because was a like circus, right? Yeah, because he was a day. trained uh, clown. Yeah, yeah, he did all that stuff. So he was a trip. He was pretty cool because I had interviewed him prior to that, and so that was uh, that was pretty neat. But yeah, many of people have come through, so it's it's starting to get back some of that presence that that was years ago. Mm-hmm. I think when, when the base closed that impacted Yeah, because I saw that in Monterey I grew up out there and when Fort Ord closed oh, man, yeah. it impacted I've been, the heck out of I've it I've
0: been out there and just like kind of walked around out there and it's just like Whole bunch of vacant, empty buildings, and Mm. it's just kind of like I don't know. It's weird walking around there. But then again, I love walking around Castle. Yeah, like the all the apartments that used to be there, or like little houses. Because for photography wise, like I love taking pictures of just like ruins and stuff like that. But they're always have people running you off. Like, hey, you can't be here. I'm like, I mean. Why
1: like, <laughs> clearly people have been here yeah, like, yeah. yeah. cuz there's some hidden secret so hopefully you know we'll continue to kind of see what Monterey cuz I graduated at CSU in okay. Monterey where Fort ord was and so you know going there as a kid I yeah. had people that I knew that were in the military to see it evolve and even since I left there you know oh, two decades ago how it evolved so hopefully you know we can get those kind of things going mm-hmm. more so here too well, when I think
0: I think with you know with the UC being here as well like it's just naturally you're drawing, you know, a little bit different of a crowd. People are coming from out of town and everything. And like even the UC itself has had like bigger bands oh, and yeah. stuff, bigger people play out there. And so that's I think the problem and I always talk about on my podcast over and over is just like we, we're finally getting to the spot where we have places to throw shows. But prior to like the mains are being open and the old Merced and the Merced Theater, like prior to that, nothing really. Yeah, like, no. We don't have anything to throw a show. So how are you gonna have to throw shows? But what I want to happen in Merced is just Like, obviously it'd be awesome to get, you know, people, big, big names here, but also just throw on shows with your local artists. There's so many talented people in this area. And I've had like so many different rappers and just musical artists on this podcast. It's just like, they just don't have an opportunity to show, to, to play. And it's just like, these artists aren't asking for like a lot of money or most artists, even around here just want to perform. They want to do a show. They don't even want the money. And it's just like, we just need a spot to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think we're seeing that. Yeah, yeah. and we are.
0: It just slowly it's evolving. There, yeah. yeah,
1: you know, the the partisan and places like that and then my kids and I believe his nephews too, you know, Michael Soria, local jazz mm-hmm. musician who plays a lot of different stuff, weddings and um you know just events we will send you an like
2: invoice that. for that plug michael
1: yeah 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 take take yeah, some off that, the belt, michael, michael. <laughs> um but you know people like that uh you know the guys that, that i've known that you know like rick stokes that works at uh gotchak music mm-hmm. you know he's been in so many bands like yeah. Reba i mentioned way back when and so there's a there's a stronghold of people that are out there playing and you can find it every weekend you know yeah exactly so, uh, a friend of mine, uh, It's cover band, 17, played at, uh, what's the Italian place, North Merced? Uh, Strings. Strings? Yeah. You know, out there. Full band set up, doing covers. You could sit outside, and mm-hmm. enjoy by the fire, and watch, you know, cover rock music and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: and that's so, what I like, too. I think it's coming back, I think it's the first stage, like you're saying, it's evolving, is that music, while people are eating, or you know what I mean? Just, like, that yeah. type of music, that's coming back, like, way stronger than prior to, like, basically, like, the past couple years, like, that wasn't really in Merced at all. Do you like. guys like that? Uh, I love it. <laughs> I, I don't like that, especially if it's loud as fuck. You know, if I'm eating and there's like, like playing in my ear, it's like, dude, back up. I think, you yeah, know, I think it depends. Like some people do it more as background music, and then other people do it to where it's like this a person's having concert. a show while you're while you're yeah. eating. Background music, I'm down with. I'm down with that. But if it's
2: just loudish, like Michael Soria. His stuff is very calm. It's mellow. It's smooth. I'm down with that. Yeah. But there are some where I go, and it's just not in Merced. But the music is just blaring there, loud as shit, and I'm like, I'm trying to eat. Yeah, you're it's not very yeah, rude. Yeah. I <laughs> like, think
1: it you know depends on saying? you know. You gotta know that you're going to yeah. enjoy that, and the whole the whole deal. Like when we, you know when you were filming yeah, for Scotty, Scotty is like, okay, I had promised him I would go, and if I don't go now, I won't follow through on my yeah. promise, which I'm big about keeping. But I knew I was gonna go sit. You know, catch up with his his wife and enjoy music because I had never seen him perform. I've known oh, the guy really? For, I've known the guy for like seven, 16 years, and I had never seen him perform live. Really? Yeah. So I knew I was going to get a meal and watch my friend perform, and you yeah. know, yeah. And so. that
0: that environment's pretty cool in the main. I really yeah. like like the whole. It's like you're having dinner but there's a sh- it's dinner and a show. Yeah. That's literally what it is. And, and you can just go for that's dinner. cool. There's yeah. a restaurant separate. The, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, have to do the show, yeah. but if you
1: want to go and enjoy some live performances and get some, you know, some some good food, there you go. There's a good option or mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of places that are doing that.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that, you know, we're getting we're getting back there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, hopefully things as this opens up, like the art hop, I thought was always phenomenal. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I loved missed it. that. Yeah. I loved it. I love being able to go, okay, over here, we got kids dancing and doing a performance. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to see them getting out of a comfort zone and getting out there and doing it and, you know, and live painters and You know, live acting performances, you can go all over and check it out. And while you're also downtown, hey, maybe you weren't aware there's an Italian place here or an American Mm -hmm. place or this kind of, food. you know, so you can really just kind of check out what there is to offer. And by the way, you might bump into someone you haven't seen in three years and catch up, and it's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: and it's a cool environment and everything. And downtown, so many new places are coming. That's what I love about it. And then did you see uh, the supermarket or the – it's Strangers, Strangers Clothing. Do you know what that is? Uh Uh-uh. So you should check it out. It's downtown. So uh, it's I I think it's where Subway used to be. Okay. Or, or yeah. one, it's right by Partisan though oh, okay so still and, on Main yeah, yeah it's still on Main and so they painted the back of it at the back of it to be like a cow it's pretty funny and so it looks like literally like a cow on the back and that's like strangers clothing and they have a whole bunch of stuff right there and then on the front of it they're having a restaurant oh nice and yeah. so it's yeah so next time if you drive like the back way on yeah. uh, 16th street look over there you'll just see a, a cow building I'll and, check and, it out yeah yeah but it's yeah it just, it recently got painted pretty oh, okay pretty like I'm a couple weeks think two like, three weeks ago uh, no yeah so it's basically just like a couple doors down from the pool hall oh, right looking on. at it from that, that back yeah. alleyway but yeah it's pretty cool see that's the
2: kind of stuff that's awesome to bring in here I'm all for that
0: yeah and I think dude, more, more of it's coming than I've ever seen in my I hope life. so yeah,
1: I hope so because I love walking around downtown and mm-hmm. going into you know like tigers and daggers, a yeah. record store, thumbing through. stuff. I some love that they're still record and, store. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know because I dig that stuff. I grew up on vinyl. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm not old. People <laughs> sounds
2: better on vinyl, bro. <laughs> I love it when people tell me that. It does not sound sounds sounds better, better on vinyl, but vinyl, it's bro.
1: got. There's something cool about the, uh, the, the tangible the, nature, too. Yeah. You know, you're putting a needle on a on a piece of of something, so it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's got a different kind of presence. It's different as,
0: than a pushing play on your phone for sure yeah. and I've recently got a record player and that's one of the things I was like I I like it for like that and it's cool when there's an album that's like a cohesive album that goes together because those are cool in record sometimes I've had like somebody play a record
1: and it's just like if
0: every song's super different it's not. It's not as good of an experience. Yeah, you know it doesn't what I mean? have a flow. Yeah, line up right. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And people don't make records now. We're gonna give you a single or two, and mm-hmm. there you go. That's what you get. Singles are freaking hot right
0: now. That's all everyone's doing.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I think that's the. It's gonna go back to that. People always. What do you mean back? I'm like, Buddy Holly didn't put out full albums.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Little Richard didn't put out full albums. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you go back and Richie Valens didn't have full albums. You'd Those think, were compiled later. It's yeah. like okay, they would they would have an A side, B side. That's what would go out, and that's what you would get. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's kind of going back in a weird way to to that, which is which is totally fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I was gonna say, it, like you 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 would
0: think that you'd have majored in something with music, honestly, like with how your career ended up being. Like if you were to ask me, i have been like, oh yeah, probably like music theory or mm-hmm. or something with like uh, history of music and just like all the stuff that you do know. But it's just funny because it's like. What you're actually passionate about, it's like you're going to learn that, and that's going to stick with you way more than yeah, for sure. yeah. a class that you're not
1: that into. Yeah, you're going to go. I mean, I did do some music theory classes and things like that in college music history, but mm-hmm. it was kind of like, okay, this is an elective. Cool. I like, I like music. I like talking about music. I got an opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's… Uh, like you said, a you know, passion, whatever you pursue. I never thought I'd have a passion for recovery and mental health till I had to acknowledge, wow, you suffer from anxiety, yeah. depression, and by the way, dun, 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 that problem with drinking, it's not everybody else's fault. It's your own. Yeah. Time to own your shit, you mm-hmm. know. So I never perceived, you know, 10 years ago that that's, that would be the case. Yeah. You know? I figured I'd be the dad that come home on a Friday night, and I'm going to barbecue and— Crack a couple of beers. And yeah. It's like, no, that's not even an option for my life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, I appreciate you guys being here.
0: I really do. Jason, thank, thank you, good you sir. Mikey. Thank you, thank you, for having you. Us, man. and then uh
1: go ahead, plug your guys' stuff while we're here. All uh, right take it away Jason uh, you got it knocking doors down get the podcast you can go to kddpodcast.com that'll take you to all the uh, apps that we're on as well as a link for the YouTube channels if you're like Mikey who prefers to watch his, his, intervi- oh, his conversation
0: I'd rather watch podcasts all day every day that's the only reason I have video on my podcast I'd rather because i rather like watch it to- I don't like hearing it I, w- I want to see it too yeah, yeah.
1: but uh, it is free to subscribe you know everything is just these two knuckleheads uh, here out of Merced <laughs> doing these uh, interviews and lots of great guests on there, you know, and follow us on social media, Knocking Doors Down on Facebook, Instagram, and then at KDD Media Company on Twitter, and, you know, hey, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. We appreciate it.
0: Alrighty. Thanks, boys. This is it. Real Talk. What not. Real Talk! That's it! Real Talk! Real talk.